Zone is a little dog. He's black and brown and very friendly. Scruffy is his shaggy excuse for a best friend. Adventures await them in a world outside their house where they meet new friends, laugh a lot, and get a little muddy. I'm TC Andrew, and this is the weekly adventures of B-Zone and Scruffy. Hey kiddos, ready for round three of B-Zone and Scruffy? Yeah! Awesome, you know how it goes. Once upon a time, a long time ago in a land far away lived a little dog named... B-Zone! He was black and brown and very... B-Zone lived in a castle with his best friend... And they would play outside together almost every day. This particular day was cold and windy, and B-Zone and Scruffy spent most of the morning playing checkers and fighting over who got to be red. B-Zone, said Scruffy, I was thinking that we haven't been to the forest in a while. The forest is out of the wind, and as long as we dress warmly, we could maybe see if Boncher would like to play a game of hide-and-go-seek with us. Oh, I do enjoy a good romp in the forest, replied B-Zone. And I was just thinking what fun it is to play with Boncher on a cold and windy day. Why, I don't think we've seen Boncher since this time last year. Boncher was a bunny. A lot of people think this means he was especially cute and cuddly, and I suppose he was, but he was really just like all the other rabbits. More accurately, Erictilagus caniculus, as he was called by the local science community, meaning hair-like tunnel digger, but everyone else just called him Boncher. Though he was much smaller than Bizone, and he bounced about instead of running, Bizone and Scruffy knew him to be an elegant sort of chap who was kind, quiet, and ever so responsible. Boncher had spent the very same morning doing the very same thing he did every morning. Chores. Many people believe that chores are something horrid done to you in order to stop you from doing creative and playful things. But to Boncher, chores were like play. He loved pulling the sheets tight on his bed or wiping the last of his breakfast dishes clean. Out in his garden, he found peace ensuring the vegetables were well-watered and unencumbered by encroaching weeds. Most of all, he liked the feeling of finishing chores, of sitting down knowing that all the work was done, until tomorrow. It was precisely this time when Bizone and Scruffy arrived at Bonger's house, and Bizone and Scruffy were quite pleased that this meant they wouldn't have to go looking for him. "'Good morrow!' announced Boncher upon their arrival. And a good morrow to you, dear Boncher, replied Bizone. Yes, added Scruffy. Whatever a morrow may be, then a good one of those to you. And to what do I owe the pleasure of your companionship today? Oh, you don't owe us anything, responded Scruffy. No, Scruffy. Boncher is asking why we've come to see him, Bizone clarified. Ah, well, we were thinking that it was a cold and windy day, and there is no one else more fun to play with on such a day as Boncher. Yes, agreed Bizon. Would you fancy a game of hide-and-go-seek? Oh my, that would be a stupendous way of filling an afternoon, wouldn't it? Wait here, won't you, and I'll go fetch my overcoat and cap. With that, 
Boncher disappeared back into his house, and Bezone and Scruffy waited on the suitably sized and well-maintained front porch of Boncher's Warren. Scruffy, Bezone interjected after a moment. Yes, answered Scruffy. If a rabbit wears a hat, where will he put his ears? I suppose that depends upon the hat. In a moment, Boncher arrived complete with cap and overcoat and motioned them towards the front gate. Come on, fellows, who'd like to seek first? Upon saying this, Bizon noted that Boncher had tucked his ears inside of his hat. He noticed this because a sudden gust of wind had just lifted the hat off Boncher's head, revealing a neat bow that he had tied in order to keep his ears, well, in order. The hat, like a mischievous dancing marionette, took off in the wind and up over a copse of trees. Might I propose, began Scruffy, that for this round what we ought to be seeking is your hat, Mr. Boncher? Capital idea, old boy, chortled Boncher. The three animals raced out of the garden gate into the forest in the general direction of the fluttering hat. Anyone who has ever chased something caught in the wind will understand how difficult a thing it is to chase down a hat that has taken upon itself to ride the breeze. However, in the trees there was shelter from the wind, and so there was hope the hat had not traveled too far. It was Bizon who finally spotted the hat a short way off, and, thankfully, lying peacefully in the middle of a small clearing, Ho-ho! he shouted, not really knowing exactly why, but sure it was satisfactory as it had caught the attention of both Boncher and Scruffy, who were soon at his side. See there! exclaimed Bizon. In the clearing? As he pointed, a playful gust of wind suddenly overturned the hat. Without hesitation, they took off at a full tilt towards the clearing, lest the hat decide to once again surf the gales. When three friends begin to run after something, the game quickly becomes a race, meaning that none were particularly focused on being careful or responsible. B-Zone, out in front at first, tripped over a root and landed on a fallen tree that lay across a rock. I tell you those details because I want you to imagine this like Bizon was sitting on one side of a seesaw. In mid-stride, Boncher and Scruffy had to leap over Bizon and they landed together on the other side. If you have ever played on a seesaw, you know what happens when two people jump on one side. Leaving only a shadow behind, Bizon was catapulted into the air. Bizone as he soared over the cap, over the clearing, and safely landing in a mud puddle. Bizone yelled Boncher. Bizone yelled Scruffy. Are you okay? They both yelled. Yes, replied Bizone. But but what? Replied his friends. I'm stuck in a mud puddle. Well, this had happened before, and it always made Scruffy giggle. Scruffy, don't laugh. I'm really stuck. And sure enough, Bizon was really stuck. And as much as he wriggled and squirmed and fought against the mud, he could not pull himself free. Scruffy, being the ever-resourceful and industrious companion that he was, would have to find a suitable method for extracting his friend. On this occasion, the most useful thing in the forest was a long branch. 
Even more surprisingly, the most effective branch for the purpose was lying right next to Boncher's hat. Checking first, to make certain it was not a trap or a snare and that it had actually come detached from a tree, Scruffy took hold of the branch and brought it to the edge of the mud puddle. He then heaved one end of the branch to B-Zone, who caught it in his mouth. <laughs> then, with the help of Boncher, they counted down and pulled. One, two, three! B-Zone flew out of the mud. B-Zone was safe. But there was no way of missing it. He was absolutely covered in mud. And so, as dogs do, Bizone began to shake. He shook the tip of his nose, his ears, his neck, his back, his haunches, right down to the tip of his tail and sent mud flying everywhere. That's better, sighed Bizone. Thanks for the help, Scruffy and Boncher. Bizone looked over to see Scruffy standing there with Boncher, and both of them were covered in mud. Yeah. Now I should tell you, there are three things in the world that a rabbit loves more than anything. They are, in no particular order, food, sleep, and chores. But if there had been a fourth thing on that list, it would be to not be covered in mud! Bizone, Scruffy, said Boncher, turning to look at them both. There are three things that a rabbit loves more than anything in the world, and they are not important right now because right now I'm covered in mud. I think that what we all need right now is to get home, get showered off, and get some rest. Bizone and Scruffy reluctantly agreed, said farewell to Boncher, and trudged their way back home. Trudge, trudge, trudge. Along the way... They munched on their snacks. Munch, munch, munch. It was late by the time they arrived, and they were quite tired. So after a quick rinse, another snack, and a fresh pair of jammies, Bizone and Scruffy said, Good night. Good night, guys. Hey there, it's me again. I just wanted to say a quick thank you to all those who listened today, and especially you parents. If you like the weekly adventures of B-Zone and Scruffy, then don't forget to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can also let us know what you liked, or what it made you think about, or new characters you'd like to meet by leaving a comment or review, or even leave us a voice message on anchor.fm slash Scruffy. We love hearing from you, and who knows, maybe your idea will be featured in a future episode. Zone and Scruffy is a proud production of the stay-at-home gang. All rights reserved.